Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, brought to you by PolyScience. This is Patricia Miller, Managing Editor for Cannabis and Tech Today. We're covering one of my very favorite topics, technology. Uh, Some of the hottest areas for innovation in the cannabis space are dabbing and vaping. From laser-powered vaporizers to smart AI-enabled e-rigs, it's a sector of the industry that's evolving very quickly. So today I'm sitting down with Pantelis Ataliotis, president of Dr. Dabber, to chat about what's on the horizon for this quickly growing sector. Thanks for sharing your expertise with us. Thank you for having me. So tell me, what were you what were you doing before you started working with Dr. Dabber? So I come from a background of um, basically the beverage industry. Um, I was running a coffee distribution um, company in Europe when I first sort of jumped over to Dr. Dabber. But before that, um, I was in the alcohol and energy drink industry. Um, so that's sort of my background. I also have um, a master's degree in addiction psychology. Um, so I you know, tried to sort of do all that while also going to... Uh, to university to get my degree. Fascinating. So beverages and psychology, how did you translate that experience to the cannabis tech space? Well, all my education was very much centered on cannabis because I've, I've been passionate and interested in cannabis since a very young age. And I'm the type of person that I like to know what I'm putting in my body. And so when I was given the opportunity for higher education, I really wanted to focus on that. And that's sort of how my path ended up going into the addiction psychology. So my undergrad thesis was actually on the long-term psychological effects of marijuana. Um, And then, yeah, I went on to do the addiction psychology. And uh, yeah, it's actually a funny story how I ended up part of this. Um, My partner, Jamie, who's the CEO of the company, um, he was a professional poker player and he was playing in Cyprus where I was working, where my coffee distribution company is. And he actually came to one of my coffee shops and we hit it off and uh, we hung out, you know, a bunch when he was there. And then a year or two later, he hit me up and he was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking starting this business. I have this idea. And, uh, you know, he explained it to me and I was on board and said, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's go. So here I am. Interesting. And so are you using your um, addiction psychology knowledge um, for good or to make Dr. Dabber's products really addictive? (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, the addiction, obviously, as I'm sure you understand, the addiction psychology degree focused on a lot, you know, it barely touched on, on marijuana. At that point, it was more on the actual sort of, you know, addictive, harmful uh, substances. So it was not so much beneficial. I'd say, say my undergrad was a lot more beneficial to what I'm currently doing. Interesting. Well, I appreciate that. I always think, um, I'm fascinated in the ways that my own education comes up in my daily life. And then other times the way that it, it doesn't. (laughs) So, so I can appreciate having, um, a well-rounded background. I think it's always helpful. Uh, the more education you've got, the more, more useful it is. For sure. I mean, when you're talking about putting substances in your body, like I said, I mean, you know, certain people might go to, you know, use higher education as a way to get to where they want to be in terms of like a salary 
or, you know, money. Whereas I used it as a way to educate myself because I was just, I've always been fascinated about, you know, the concept of, of, you know, human beings using substances in any capacity to, you know, alter, you know, their mind or, or, or their perspective or, you know, anything like that. So, um, yes, it's, it's useful, maybe not so much in day-to-day business, but in general, it's, it's very useful to have a, a solid understanding of, of that sort of thing. Well, tell me, how have you seen cannabis technology evolve since you started working with Dr. Dr. Dabber and how long have you been with the team? So I, we, we started in 2013, um, and it has been pretty amazing to see how quickly this market has matured. Um, obviously we're in the ancillary, you know, category. We're not directly selling cannabis products in any way. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. In 2013, um, you know, there were, I don't know, probably 20 different companies selling pretty much the same vaporizer pen. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of innovation happening. It was more so like the consumer base was picking up the concept of an electronic vaporizer or concentrate um, rather than, you know, the alternative at that point was a dab rig, right? Which is requires the torch, requires, you know, you can't really walk around with it. It's, it's so this convenient portable method really sort of took the market by storm. Um, and since 2013, I mean, it's just been crazy how quickly it's evolved um, past the sort of standard vaporizer pen into all sorts of incredible products, like you mentioned in the in, introduction. And, and we love that. I mean, this is the whole reason we're in this business is we love innovation. We love to innovate. Um, you know, we feel like we're really living the dream that, you know, everybody sort of from the outside looking in thinks we are right. Like we we're in the lab, like all day, you know, every day with our pro we have an amazing product dev team and we are just trying to come up with new ways, novel ways. We use customer feedback a lot, um, you know, to try and come up with, you know, interesting ways to push the segment forward. Um, so that is our passion is, you know, really inventing new things that, that people haven't seen before. I can really appreciate that. I think when I first was exposed to dabbing and uh, saw the torch and it, it all seemed elaborate and sort of um, not approachable for me, a little like too intense and there was too much equipment. And then as I became more familiar with that um, approach to smoking, now it seems kind of indispensable in my uh, cannabis lifestyle to have, you know, a, a dab pin or a, um, accessories that now are so sleek and portable and discreet. And um, it's, I think it's really changed the way people think about the ability to ingest cannabis um, and especially how, how they can dab. So I appreciate that that what you're doing is kind of pushing that forward. And what do you think that's how Dr. Dabber sort of sets itself apart in this segment? Absolutely. Um, when it comes to setting ourselves apart from everyone else, I'd say the number one thing that we pride ourselves on is being innovators. Like, for example, the um, e-rig category, uh, we created the category. In 2015, we came out with the very first electronic water filtered rig, which was the boost. Um, and we also, uh, around that time, I think it was actually 2014, we came out with a heated loading tool, like a heated cutting tool, um, for, 
for concentrates. Um, so yeah, we really um, like to be the people that, you know, sort of create or break ground in our industry. And we're always happy to see our competitors sort of, you know, following suit because like I, like I said originally, we love the idea of everybody in, innovating rather than just us because it pushes us further and, and pushes the entire segment forward. So yeah, we, um, we are innovators. That's, that's what we consider ourselves in this industry. I'm excited to talk more about um, this whole whole sector and also s- sort of what's on the the current plate for Dr. Dabber and what's next for your team. Let's take a quick uh, sponsor break and we'll be right back to hear more. Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com, that's S-U-R-N-A.com, to learn more. All right, and we're back. So I want to hear more about um, cannabis technology and how Dr. Dabber is sort of pushing that. forward for the the e-rig segment i know earlier this year um you released uh, or dr dabber released a kind of an exciting announcement about uh the way that you're encouraging engagement from your customers can you tell me a bit about uh your current innovations that dr dabber is releasing yeah so um like i said we started with the pen in 2013 then our next big thing quote unquote was the um the boost which was the first water filtered e-rig on the market and then our next big thing after that was we went to work essentially using customer feedback and our new sort of team of of um, product developers um you know we have uh engineers and industrial designers and and stuff like that um, between 2015 and 2018, we really spent it in in the lab um, coming up with the Dr. Dabber switch. Um, the Dr. Dabber switch was sort of, you know, next level because it used induction heating, um, which to a lot of people doesn't mean a whole lot. But the reason why we chose to go with induction heating was purely based on customer feedback. We realized one of the biggest um shortcomings of all the uh, e-rigs on the market at that time was the fact that the heating element was exposed and had a direct path to the electronics. And Mm -hmm. so over time and over heavy use, um, you know, product would leak into the electronics and essentially wreck everything. Um, And, you know, that is a, a problem that all of us, including our competitors, still have to deal with to this day. And that's where the the switch and the induction heating came in. It was the only method of heating that would that allowed us to completely seal off the in, in inside electronics from the actual heating element and the dabbing process. And so, by doing that, we essentially eliminated the biggest issue um, that you know we found with the original um, e rig. Uh, so that was our big innovation and it's pretty amazing. I mean, you can literally pour water into the top of the uh, the switch and turn it on and it'll boil the water because it's completely sealed off from the electronics. Um, and then there were some other benefits that sort of 
came along with the induction heating. Like at the time, the industry standard for uh, heat up time on an e-rig was around 30 seconds. Um, the switch came out and it, the heating time was three to five seconds. Wow. Um, battery life was roughly 30 uses, 30 to 40 uses per charge industry standard. The switch came out and was 150 uses on a single charge. And so we really like nailed it when we, when we released the switch because it was head and shoulders um, above anything else on the market at, at that time. Um, and so from that point on, uh, we've been trying to sort of build more portable vaporizers um, because we understand that like the switch is sort of big. We call it a desktop vaporizer. Um, it is portable. It does have a battery pack, but it really is more uh, centered to the, the home user. Um, mm -hmm. And so last year we released the Boost Evo, which was the sort of next version of the original Boost. Um, and that's been gaining a lot of traction recently. And we're actually, I, I wish we were speaking like in a week or a week and a half, because we're on the verge of releasing our next product, um, which we, I can't really speak about all that much just yet. Um, but it's something that, uh, we have developed based on again, consumer feedback, um, and just what we see is missing in the market. Um, and so, yeah, very very soon after this interview airs, um, we will be announcing our next product. Well, if it helps, this interview might not air for two weeks. So feel free to spill the beans. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so what we're releasing is we're releasing the excess. Um, it is our first nano e-rig. Um, it is basically as small as we could possibly make it, and it's coming in at a much lower price point. Um, and so we, we identified that there was really a gap between the, you know, $100 vaporizer pen and the three or $400 e-rigs that are available on the market. And so, you know, we sort of looked at the customer feedback and realized that our customers wanted something that was you know, sort of lower cost, smaller, easier to get around with, sort of more basic. And so that's, that's what the excess is, is, is planning on tackling is that segment um, of people that don't want to spend a ton of money on, uh, on an e-rig and don't need all the features, but want something that's convenient, portable, you know, easy to use, easy to take everywhere. Um, and so that's, that's the idea behind the, um, the excess. And so that is the next product that we are releasing. That's super exciting. I know we featured the Evo, um, I think earlier this year in our product revolution section for cannabis and tech today. Um, and maybe I can talk with your team about checking out this new product um, to see if it's something that we can highlight. I just love to see how, how brands are, watching the interaction of their clients with um with their products and then uh, evolving the space as they learn new needs and new demands from from the real people using them well yeah that's something that for for us is absolutely paramount to our success is the fact that you know we don't need to guess you know what's missing what could be improved like we have a customer base that's vocal. They're happy to tell us when we're doing a good job, when we're not doing a good job, you know, how they would change our products. And, you know, a lot of companies maybe don't pay as much attention to that. But for us, I mean, it's literally, 
it's the most important information and it's free, right? Like it's coming from our customers. It's like the, like you said, the people that know the product that have used it. It's very different when, you know, a, review, a reviewer sort of takes a product and tries it for a couple of days and then writes a review. Um, you know, that's one thing, but for a consumer that's been using products and some of them have been using, you know, multiple products of ours for years, um, that feedback is invaluable to, you know, future product dev because it's uh, that combined with our own experiences really helps us remedy any, you know, issues or, or, or identify any improvements we can make to the product uh, when we're sort of creating the next rendition. And how do you uh, gather that that information? Are you getting emails? Are you sending out questionnaires? Yeah, so we work closely with the customer service team, um, and they're aware. I mean, they've you know they're sort of trained from day one to understand that you know we our company has sort of an open door policy. If you're hearing you know certain things from customers, we want to know about it, whether it's praise, whether it's negative, whatever it may be. Um, you know, we put out surveys, we do beta testing, um, you know, we take care of customers that, you know, if, if a customer has been a repeat purchaser for years, you know, we may send them an early access product and ask them for feedback, which is actually what we're currently doing with the excess. We have a, a few units out in the wild with, uh, with customers and, uh, and we're sort of giving them a, a trial run, um, to get some feedback for ourselves. So. Yeah, we use all sorts of different methods, um, but it is very central to our product development in general. I appreciate that. Um, and I know Dr. Dabber is also working on some, um, and I, I guess it's it's happening right now, but to me, it still seems forward looking, but um, Web3 and NFTs, um, I think it was in May of this year, uh, you started talking about um, doing something called token gating. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah, this is part and parcel for like, you know, how we look at things. We always want to be on the bleeding edge of what's going on in technology, because at the end of the day, we are an electronics company, right? So we need to stay, we need to keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on. Um, so yeah, when it comes to Web3 uh, cryptocurrency, it's definitely something that's going to seriously shape um, our future um, in ways that a lot of people don't understand yet. And mm -hmm. so in terms of token gating, token gating is one of the sort of very basic um, functions of, you know, an NFT, which, uh, which we wanted to showcase, uh, not only to, you know, encourage adoption of this new technology, but also to let people know that, you know, we, we do, we are passionate about knowing what's going on around us. So um, basically the way that token gating works is if you have a specific NFT, like for example, the Board Ape Yacht Club, which is one of the biggest NFT projects in the world. Um, if you have a Board Ape Yacht Club NFT, you can connect your uh, Ethereum wallet to our website um, to verify that you own that NFT. And if you own that NFT and it's verified, then you automatically get 25% off our entire site for life. Cool. So, and, and we've, we've partnered with a couple other um, sort of cannabis centric um, NFT projects like Crypto Cannabis Club, um, you know, just again, to provide their holders with, uh, with the, the token gating and then to give them the opportunity to sort of feel like 
they're part of our, you know, our company, they're part of, uh, of our circle and, and, and just sort of giving back to those people that are like-minded. Um, and that's, like I said, that's just a very basic function of the way NFTs work, but it's a very cool, um, you know, it's a, it's a very cool use case um, to show people. And I believe we're one of the first companies on Shopify to introduce this technology as well, which is cool. I love that. I think it um, encourages engagement. And like you said, it's a way of kind of signaling, you know, we're all on the same page. We're looking to this next iteration of of technology and of how to use the web um, as a tool to connect with each other and um, as, as a way to appreciate new art forms and um, to advance, you know, different sectors like the cannabis space. So I can appreciate that you're connecting with your clients that way. I think that's pretty unique. Definitely. Um, so what do you think is, is on the horizon for Dr. Dabber? What's next in terms of uh, big projects? Well, we're, first of all, you know, the announcement from, uh, from the president last, uh, last week is obviously very intriguing for us. Um, being in the cannabis industry, even as an ancillary uh, product, has been relatively difficult due to federal regulations. Um, obviously, you know, we can't use PayPal. Um, you know, we've been cut off from payment processors. We've, you know, struggled with getting financing from banks purely because of the fact that, you know, we are either tagged as a, as a cannabis product um, or an e-cigarette um, for tobacco, which is sort of frustrating. So this is very intriguing and very exciting for us. Um, we're watching this with bated breath, seeing seeing what he, what's going to happen and what they're going to do, because that would open up a whole new arena for us um, in terms of exposure and reach and 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 what we're able to to do in terms of marketing and and outreach for the company. So that's sort of the number one thing that's popped up on our on our radar, um, you know, right now. But aside from that, I mean, our our researchers, our product developers are always uh, they're they're in house. By the way, all our product development team is in house, um, and they basically spend all day every day working with manufacture our manufacturers, working with um, intellectual property lawyers to sort of come up with proprietary uh, heating techniques, um, you know, airflow adjustments, you know, uh, all that sort of stuff is just ongoing. But right this second, um, we are finalizing the sort of next rendition of uh, or next series of our products um, because, you know, the consumer market moves very quickly. You need to keep up to date with that. Um, you know, consumers really do demand, you know, new updated products um, quite quickly, actually. And so, yeah, the, the main thing we're working on after the excess launch would be um, finalizing this, this next, um, the next generation of, uh, of Dr. Dabber products. That's exciting. Where can our listeners go to keep up with that evolution? So drdabber.com is our website, um, at Dr. Dabber on all socials. So uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, we're active and we, we post a lot of stuff um, as we sort of, you know, go on with, uh, with our uh, development. So yeah, that would be the best place to, to check us out. And then also 
Um, on our website, we have a store locator. So if you wanted to see the products in person, you could just go check and find your closest local uh, head shop or dispensary that carries our products and check them out there as well. Well, I know I learned a lot from our discussion. I'm sure our listeners did too. Uh, thank you for, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, for all of our listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode and you like hearing about emerging cannabis technology, be sure to follow Cannabis Tech Talks on Apple, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also pick up the most recent issue of Cannabis and Tech today on Barnes & Noble newsstands across the country, or grab a copy for free on canatechtoday.com. Uh, also, don't forget MJ BizCon is coming up in November, and we'll be live on site. Uh, we're bringing you the latest innovations in Canatech, and we're offering our annual MJ BizCon prize pack loaded with awesome gear. So we'll be recording a live podcast from the Summit Research and Polyscience booth number 2417. Uh, so come by and see us. That's all for this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks brought to you by Polyscience. Until next time, stay elevated. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. Wait. You didn't think people would know who I am? Durachill. Uh, this is Durachill. This is Durachill. This is Durachill. No. Hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. You can't go wrong.